I mean, I would guesstimate that 95% of Garfield... Is there just a whole bunch or, of Hufflepuffs? <laughs> <laughs> we are a team of Hufflepuffs. And I, it's not an insult. It's just a nope. factual observation. Them's the rules. What is this? It's obviously a very good league. This is podcast. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Soccer started? Yeah. Soccer started. I wonder where 10 years went. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turkettis in Indianapolis. Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the Pot Squad! Indy City Football Live! The podcast. Carrie, welcome back. Glad to be here. You're on here in the whole episode this week? The whole time. What is Indy City Football? Well, gosh, I don't know. We haven't talked about it in so long. We haven't because no one else knows the spiel outside of you. <laughs> well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. Um, Indy City Football is an adult rec league soccer program um, with a good citizenship twist. In addition to earning points for wins and draws, teams earn points by visiting our generous sponsors at after parties, by donating blood, blood. by doing other do-goodery like volunteering and using responsible transit. Do-goodery. I don't think those are going to stick as well. Um... Had a, we, we had a big week this week. We did. It was a lot of exciting games. I don't even know the scores of all of them, and so I'm excited to run that down. Who do we have here with us as a guest? She's Andrew guest. Detmer is our guest today. Oh, am I a guest? I didn't realize this. I just thought I had a microphone in front of my face. Shh. Known podcaster and lawyer, Andrew Detmer, the wearer of the pink socks. Welcome. Glad to have you back. Pink Always. socks and pink cleats now. So just you are a national to, treasure trying to make the jump to Hallville. <laughs> Look, so the, the pink socks, socks and the pink cleats were acquired when I thought I would be maintaining my position as goalkeeper and I was going to go full pink. Mm. However, we have a real goalkeeper now, so I can go to my actual position of defender, but I'm not going to not rock my new cleats because they're phenomenal and they're also incredibly comfortable. Nice. So you want to go all pink keeper like Irvington's keeper? I mean, all pink keeper is a look. Sure is. It's going full Mingo. Also a great band name. Okay. <laughs> you guys, should we go over last week's scores? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? I have a microphone. <laughs> 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 I can just talk into yours real close. You guys are literally sitting practically on top of each other. Like, I think it's going to be fine. I think it'll be okay. It was for video reasons. Yeah, video reasons. Allegedly. Okay. Jason, you've got all of the score sheets in your hand. I can do that. Yeah. It that way. Is this for the At Properties League 2? This is At Properties wow. League 2 scores from what? Week 4? Week 4. Week 4. Fur. Okay, the first game I have was Old North United versus Upper Downtown FC. Yes. Yes. Uh, Old North... Four, Upper Downtown, three. This was, I think, probably the best game Upper Down or uh, Old North had this year. Uh, they took down previously number one in at Properties League Two, Upper Downtown FC, and it was a very good showing for the team that was built for promotion. Built for promotion. 
I heard a rumor about this game. Yes, tell us. We love the rumor. They finally got to use a blue card. It finally came out. Yeah, I heard that too. I feel like we talk a lot about it, but I have I've not seen one in real life. We I have yet to in witness game. in purpose or in person. So I'm excited to hear about your game, but I wanted to mention that that it was in use. So whoever that ref was is aware. I was like, this is the situation. And I love that. We love a blue card now. Yeah. For those of you maybe tuning in for the first time, the blue card means, hey, cool it down. Go have a sit on the sideline. Good old fashioned. Take a chill pill. Whoa there, buddy. <laughs> I want to make one clarification. A blue card does not mean your team is down for two minutes. As previously said by someone on a podcast the first episode of the season, it just means you. it's a four sub. For two minutes. Yeah. Minimum. Right. But yeah, but yeah, like yeah. Your, your team is even strength the whole time. Yes. Correct. Yes. Thank you, Cole. Our second game is Garfield AC versus FC Fountain Square. Garfield takes it home over Fountain Square 2-0 and carry two very quick goals for Garfield this week. It's true. It was um, a great game. First of all, a very equally matched game, I think. Um, Fountain Square was really tough. Um our defense back after everyone had been gone for a whole week um, really, like, was incredible. It was a fun game to watch. Everyone in Fountain Square is so nice. Um, it was a good Indy City football game. Excellent. That sounds about right. I know <laughs> both these teams. I like both these teams. They've got some great people on it, so I'm not surprised it's a full-on ICF good old-fashioned neighborhood showdown. Now, can we call this next game the Battle of the Browns? Yeah. And now we must. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have the microphone in your hand, so it's kind of hard for us to stop you from doing that, Jason. All right. Well, we had Midtown, two goals to Near East United, one. Midtown, more like Brown Town. I just want to say I always <laughs> thought Midtown's jerseys were like a burnt orange. but Yeah, I was going to say, calling them brown feels a hot take. Same. I agree. Here is a game that we can talk for about for a while. Broad Ripple City coming down from League One last year, new to League Two, takes the win over Southside Soccer Club four to three. And if I'm reading this right, it was two to one early in this game. Is Yeah, it was two zero, then went two one, three one, three two. And then two goals that uh, Southside could not catch up on. Yeah, it was very back and forth. We scored in the first 15 seconds. I was not on the field. I was actually looking down because I was grabbing my water bottle. And then I heard a whistle. And I thought, wow, this quickly into the game, meaning a foul. And then I looked up and I saw we were celebrating. And I thought (laughs) that, okay, that's a great start. Um, And, yeah, we played well. We didn't play poorly. Um, uh, we had actually quite a few injuries during the game, both contact and non-contact, um, as did Broad Ripple. But, yeah, it you know didn't work out in the end, but we'll bounce back, and, uh, yeah. Kyle, as the manager of Southside, how would you like to address the uh, internet rumors that Southside intentionally threw this game to ensure they didn't get promoted to League One? Um, if you watch this game, you would know for a fact that that was not true because when the fourth goal went in, there was a lot of quite sad people. 
Well, we'll see a, a rematch of this game very soon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We're all very excited. And then uh, the last game for the App Properties League 2, I have here Old Speedway with one goal and Intermonon also played that game. <laughs> <laughs> and scored five goals, um, but it was a good game. Um, Old Speedway has a lot of talent. They're in a little bit of a rebuilding year, I think everyone can say, and they're developing, um, but they have a lot of talent. Little Biscuit or remains uh, a force. He may have scored the goal. I don't remember. Um, fast, dude. It, it was it was less of a speed thing uh, in that case, but I think he may have been the one to score. But, um, yeah, we went down uh, one goal at the half and um, had a little halftime talk to uh, settle ourselves down, put it together. We just kept uh, overcomplicating things and uh, came out and just started to play the game that we can and score five goals and move on. Excellent. Thank you for that recap, Detmer. We ready to move on to some App Property League 1 scores. Yes. Shelby, do you want to read them? No, I had a nasty rumor. But oh. I don't think we should actually put it on the pod. Oh, problem. Uh, one second. To a quick video on problem solving, why there is no sound coming through when you are trying to record a voice or create sound effects. The first thing you have to do is notice that there's no green movement in this bar here and up here showing us that there is no signal coming through from your built-in microphone to GarageBand. Your first step would be to go to the GarageBand menu and go Preferences. On Preferences, we normally go in General, then we move across to Audio MIDI. We're after Output, okay? And our Output has to be down to your generic computer microphone, or if you are using a USB microphone, select that. Now that's correct in the right place, we can get rid of that. Now we're over here and there's still no green movement. So we have to select on our channel, so audio one, we'll click on it. And down here we have recording settings. It says our input is no, no input. So we click on this menu and we go MacBook Pro microphone for me. And now we have signal coming through, which is very clear. So if I hit record and go, Hello, this is my voice. Hopefully it's recording. And I come back and hit play. Hello, this is my voice. Hopefully it's recording. Then we have signal and we're able to record. So that's a very simple process for troubleshooting while you may not have sound while making audio tracks on GarageBand. Thank you. All right, I think that got fixed. Back to the show. You, you throw them okay, through the window. We don't have access to a sorting hat. And he is not old enough to go on Pottermore. All right. Our app properties, League One. First game I have here. It's the rematch from round one of the Indy Cup. Martindale AFC and Irvington FC. We know Irvington took the win in the Indy Cup. And could they repeat that result? No. Yes. Oh, nice. They did. Only this <laughs> I had no idea what happened. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> I had a 50-50 chance. So. You want to guess the score real quick? Well, actually, it could have been a draw. So 5-3. <laughs> nope. 3-1. I was going to guess 2-1. Oh. Is that the same the same score as the last time? No, it was 5-1. And they played each other two weeks in a row, right? Yeah. Two weeks in a row. So an aggregate score of 8-2. to two. <laughs> No math on this podcast, Edmar. Pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, if a lawyer can do it, it's not really math, if we're being honest. So we also had Mapleton FC taking on Real Fletcher Place. Mapleton gets the win, 2-1. to one. Very close game. Uh, Mapleton scored in the first, or in the fifth minute. Real Fletcher Place tied it up just before half. And Mapleton got the, the go-ahead goal just 28 minutes into the game. Fascinating. So it yeah. looks like Mapleton is really good at this element of surprise and just running off the starting whistle and scoring. As a team who stole our Commissioner's Cup, I can confirm Mapleton's pretty sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, watched, I watched a lot of this game, and Fletcher plays. And Mapleton both have really strong defense. Like, it was really impressive to watch. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm just noticing the trend here, both League 2 and League 1. It feels like there's a lot less games that aren't that close, which is a good yeah. sign. Teams yes. are settling in, figuring out their defenses, figuring out their tactics, and yeah. All right. Third game I have here is Sporting Heron Morton versus Hallville CD. Sporting Heron Morton did it again to us, and this time they won 5-3. Dang it. Us, Jason. Us, Jason. You don't play for them anymore. I'm in. I'm in. I'm on. I'm. Oh, he's playing. I'm all over the place. I, you miss a couple weeks. You miss everything. I mean, he's been transferred, but allegedly he has also referred to we and us as Speedway. Uh huh. It's, it's. I think Jason is one of those nasty Fairweather fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have Gross. a League One team and a League Two team. Everyone should have. I mean, I mean, it is true that <laughs> it is true that Jason uh, walked away from watching our game when Speedway was up a goal and uh -huh. then didn't come back when they were no longer up a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I also left uh, Hallville's game at halftime, so that's probably not good either when you see that. Uh, it was tied 3-3 when I left, and we lost 5-3. So, Any other insights from that game? I know you had a story to tell. Yeah. So this was uh, Sporting Heron Morton's, <laughs> uh, their goalkeeper, Dan's first game this year for Indy City Football. He has been playing in another league with a bunch of ex-IU players where they won their championship. He told me he had broken his hand in that game, so he wasn't going to be diving too much in our game. That was a lie. <laughs> uh, Dan is a very good goalkeeper, um, and I think the game would have been different if he had not shown up, but you know, there it is. Uh, we, <laughs> we, Hallville let in three goals before we got our first, but then took the lead, 3-2, and then um, the last two goals they scored were very near the end of the game, and it was just because Hallville was pushing, getting tired, and it was a couple, couple quick shots, and just like that got out of hand for us. So Devastating. But... There's a rematch of that game coming up as well. We'll talk about it later. More on that at the hour. All right. Were those last games? We have two more? Three more? Two more. Two more of League One. We had Riverside City versus Meridian Kessler United. This was the one versus two in App Properties League One. Mm-hmm. Carrie, who won that game? I happen to know from talking to you that Riverside won that game. And um, like you mentioned to me in the parking lot directly after that game, this was a really good test of how good MKU really is. Mm -hmm. um, and they are a great team. Um, I know you said they just seemed a little um, 
outmatched, but again, a pretty close game, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, very close. Watched both these teams play as well, and it was it was so back and forth. Just Riverside managed to get a few goals. What was the score? It was three nil. Okay. It was only two nil until I want to say Meridian Kessler kind of botched a free kick. Okay. And that led to a very fast, very open Riverside goal. And Riverside, as a reminder to everyone, last year's League One champions. Very good. A very good team. I also know from talking with a member of MKU, they were a couple of their best players short just with other commitments. So maybe if later in the season there's a rematch or anything, you know, who knows? Could happen. But MKU, frankly, to play Riverside that well in their first season back up, like MKU is a serious force in League One despite being a promoted team. And also... As two other matches from this week, rematch loading. More on that later. Thank you, Kyle. God damn, you're right. I forgot about that. All right. That's a good one. Last game. Last game. You excited because you know who it is, I'm right? very excited because I do know who it is. It was Mass Ave United, which I'm not supposed to say that. It was the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United versus the Pogies. Atletico Pogues run. Pogues got their first win of the year. They did. 7-3. In grand fashion. Grand fashion. Um, I know that uh, Comau, um, they're still having problems with their roster. But has partially been solved because Comau, congratulations, you've signed a goalkeeper. Wow, congrats, guys. Can't wait to see what they do. Again, we played them in a friendly, a very good team. Um, We also beat them. Um, But they are good, you know. And it is it, just hard to win games when you don't have a goalkeeper. Yeah, or yeah. like when they played us, even though it was a friendly, they played down a person because they only had one woman. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I think as that team builds itself back up in terms of sheer manpower and woman power, mm-hmm. people power, power. Person power. Peoples. Once their team gets bigger, they will be uh, back to their good rascally selves that we know and love. Also, huge win for the Pogies. Congrats. You're doing it, guys. What, what Carrie really is saying is power to the people. Power to the people. Yeah, and I, I talked to someone on Mass Ave, and they definitely said that, you know, they just didn't have subs, and Pogues has about, you know, half the league rostered on their team. Well, they do have, like, serious they injuries. Have, they They've have got a whole a section of... they call Club Med. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> injured players on the sideline. That one guy, he's a champion. He just keeps showing up with a walker. That's Max. Max, what, sorry, Max, you were in a car accident. We hope you feel better. Yeah. Um, and they, But they did say that the Pogues were the nicest people they have played, and they're just very, very nice, which we always hear about the Pogies, and we appreciate you, you league darlings, you. Love them. Carrie, there was a blue card in your game we did not talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Um, it was kind of over a misunderstanding. There was a whistle that we thought was from the central, the center field. Cause that referee had like a mad loud whistle. It was like, <laughs> I'm sure people on the other half of the field. So I think it. this happened with us too in the earlier yeah. game because, or no, it was the same. You guys played the early game, right? Yeah. And so we, we had the same issue. The middle. I don't ref's know whistle was so what loud. his whistle situation was. It was outrageous. Um, so one of our players thought because it was we were used to kind of blocking that whistle sound out for the game because it was just like so outrageous he thought that our referee's whistle was that whistle and he was confused and kind of maybe talked back a little I didn't really see it didn't seem like a big deal but he got a blue card so he just sat out for two minutes it was like again not a big deal 
I also don't think if I were the referee, I would have given him one, but um, it's but fine. better that refs use the better, blue card yes. and start and getting used to it because it's not something they're going <laughs> to use in any other league that they're refing in. Yeah, so right. I love practice it. With it. It's a great idea. It's a cool down. It's a cool down. The blue card is two minutes, get out of the game, but someone can take Whoa your there, spot. You don't have to be down like you would with other cards. You just like got to bring rep. the temperature down. Cool it down. It's the Mr. Freeze card. There was also a blue card in the Sporting Heron Morton Hallville game. Go on. Uh, sporting player from Sporting. Cody must have put out a memo. <laughs> <laughs> player from Sporting Heron Morton, um, I think, was arguing a if it should be corner or goal kick. That doesn't sound like anyone on that team to argue against a call a ref made. Ref gave him a blue. The guy kept talking. It went to yellow. And that's how our blue ended up. So, unfortunately, ours escalated. Well, you know, we've been teasing some rematches. Should we transition into a discussion? Oh, I got, I got one more Oh, do more we have one score. more? Oh, it's the Interleague Showcase. the App Properties Interleague Showcase game. Sporting White River versus Bates Hendricks FC. Mark another win for League Two. White River 9, Bates Hendricks FC 2. Woo. We love a League Two upset. Of an so is that, is that 3-1 now for... Two one. Two one. Look, I'm not a proponent of uh Yeah. It was two one. Oh, okay, well. We'll get it back. I'm not necessarily a proponent of uh, running up the score, but if you're a league two team on a league one team, have at it. It's, have some fun. It's nice. It's well, not, just you know, showing <laughs> showing that there's uh there's levels of ability across both of our leagues. And and Bates Hendricks has had a rough uh start to this year, newly promoted to League Two, um, kind of facing some. One. Yep, newly promoted to League One. They did. They Cole, dominated League Cole, Two last yeah, year. Yeah, Cole's on the sidelines here. Um, Cole would like us to know what Detmer said just now, which is they dominated <laughs> last year. <laughs> Bates Hendricks Sorry, dominated League Two, yeah. made it up to League One, and are struggling a bit more than I think I expected. I think any of us expected. I mean, I think that it, you know, much like in the real sport, there are teams that get promoted and their style of play and their roster is kind of ready to make that jump. And then there are league or teams where they played really well at the lower level and whether it's some people left or just the style of play doesn't transition well, you know, things happen. And, you know, Bates could still figure it out and, you know, there's plenty of time left in this season and so we'll, we'll see what happens. This remind me of these other teams that are just right on this cusp of League Two to League One. Like, I feel like Pogues are in that realm. Bates is there. Uh, Upper Downtown, I think, is there where, you know, I think they can be in League Two and thrive or be in League One and maybe struggle a little bit. I agree with everything that was said just now, even though I was distracted and not paying the best attention. Um, I do think it's tough, like, talking about Pogues, um, a team who barely hung on last year and is maybe not having – the easiest time still in League One. But still staying out of that relegation zone. Yep. Good job, guys. We love the pogies. Okay, you guys, should we move on to the main event, which is talking about the Indy Cup drawing that we did earlier. Hello, and welcome to the Indy Cup second round draw. I am your host, J.D. Chish. With me, as always, is league analyst Kyle Jayner. Hi. And new joining us just for this event, Andrew Detmer. Andrew, 
Why are you here? Apparently, because I have a law license, people in the league office trust me to be the outside neutral observer, despite A, having my team still be in this draw, and B, again, I have a law license, so the fact I'm a trustworthy observer from to outsiders makes zero sense. But You went to school longer than all of us. I guess. Thank you, Andrew. We are ready to draw, right? We are. All right. Same as the last draw for round one. You'll be using bingo chips and calling out names and numbers and that's how we're going to do our matchups yup g47 mapleton i19 i19 irvington top quality production here yep <laughs> quick assistance right, g59 g59 is fountain square Ooh. n42 n42 midtown I-27. I-27, Southside Soccer Club. And G-55. Broad Ripple FC. O-62. O-62. Meridian Kessler. And I-20. I-20, Riverside City. I-21. I-21. Atletico Pogues Run. Atletico Pogues Run, thank you. First... G-46. G-46, Sporting White River. G-51. Haville. I-26. Sporting Heron Morton. G-52. Is Garfield. And O-70. Versus Bates. Oh, wait, sorry. Intermonon. <laughs> O-71. That is Bates. First B11. Mass Ave. All right, that concludes the Indy Cup draw. We will see you in round two of the Indy Cup. Your app properties League One relegation zone right now is uh, Irving and FC with three points um, total, including uh, ICF points. And then in last place is Bates Hendricks with zero points. Um, and so those are the two teams currently um, potentially headed down. Yeah. And then looking at League Two, uh, the standings. I was thinking about calling the, I would not. That's not going to end well. No, oh, we were no, trying we're to find Jason a beer. Um, a beer. Oh, we're trying I thought to you were out. pantomiming a phone to call. I don't no, know much lower stakes. No, we have much lower stakes. Jason thought that that whole cooler is full of bush peaches, and there yeah. are none. Well. There's a bunch of warm ones behind you. Yeah. There they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Do the uh, promotion zone for App Properties League 2 currently. Mm -hmm. In third place, Upper Downtown FC with 6.554 points. In second place, Broad Ripple City. Yeah, Broad Ripple City with 7.39, and Intermonon with 9.370. How does it I, feel? Yeah. I mean, you know, we we uh, won League Two our first uh, season, came a uh, big freedom head <laughs> away from winning it last season. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so we're looking forward to it. We're enjoying it. We, we got some new uh, blood in. And it's a really Blood. fun team. Blood. <laughs> Blood. Um, 
who on just- On brand for the we, team sponsored by the Red Cross. <laughs> so we actually, we stole the blood from the blood bank. Oh, damn it, that's <laughs> how they that did why it. I got a text that they were low and yes. they needed some? Yes, yeah, no, that's that's why we, we got new blood in, but no, it's a, Twilight. it's a fun team that um, we play, <laughs> play a good brand of soccer, but we also enjoy both the league spirit and also just kind of hanging out with one another. So it's been fun. Have you played Broad Ripple or Upper Downtown yet? No. We have played, yeah, we yeah. had, we had Southside. Yeah. We had, um, I don't, we had a interleague showcase or a friend, not interleague showcase, friendly for Indy Cup. Oh, right. Um, oh, thank you. Um, Near East United. And then we play Broad, yeah, Broad Ripple this week. So okay. got a top of the table clash. I love those. Those are always so exciting. I do love What's them. the gap? Maybe I'll but the question is, my game. oh, then we play Upper Downtown the week after the Indy oh, Cup. Oh, whoa. So. But that leaves me to question, does Broad Ripple want to go back to League One? If I'm Broad Ripple, I think the answer is no. <laughs> but I'm not Broad Ripple. Yeah. No. I'm just a Hufflepuff on Garfield AC. I'm just a strong That's League fine. Two player that doesn't ever want <laughs> to play in roster. League One. So. <laughs> what, you don't, you don't want League One? Ever? Never. Never. I, 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 don't, I don't even play this year. I don't know why I have such a strong opinion. When you did say I'm a strong League Two player. Look, have you, like, have you... Streets are strong League Two. Streets are, streets are League Two, period. Ted Lasso season three. I haven't watched the finale. Don't tell me I'm anything. I'm not going to talk Stop about the it. finale, but all okay. I'm going to say is, is that it is not about the place you are in. It's about the journey to get there. Okay. Wise words from Andrew Detmer. And my Boyer. journey stays in League Two. I... <laughs> You're, you're, you're like a hobbit. You just never want to leave the Shire. You're exactly. very happy and content in the Shire. Absolutely. I love that. So mention them, Jason. Yeah, so Sporting White River are just behind Upper Downtown and fourth for lead two by point oh four. Um, That's four. really close. So, yeah, you know, a couple ICF points and suddenly they're up there. So I think there's going to be a good fight for who are the promoted sides out of lead two. And then as far as leading... Your app properties league one with a perfect nine points, Riverside City in first, in second, Meridian Kessler United at six point eight nine, and in third place, Mapleton at six point three eight zero. And sneaking into fourth place, I do want to point this out. Jumping five spots, Atletico Pogues run with four point eight one points with the three points from Mass Ave and then a whopping one point eight one ICF points so far. Oh, ICF points matter. It's so cool that they matter. We you want to play and you managers don't want to turn your points in, but this is how you win leagues. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't mean to call anyone out and we can cut this out, but if you're Riverside City, Martindale, Sporting Heron Morton, <laughs> Mass Ave, Irvington, <laughs> Bates, Old North, uh, you haven't registered any ICF points. We did in not our update. stats department. Yeah, there's a, there's an issue in the uh, in the front office. Um, I've been told the uh, outside general counsel of the league will be investigating and holding those accountable. 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 Excellent. Okay, so Indy that's, Cup. That's how it stands now, guys. Should we talk about the Indy Cup? Yes. We did a drawing previously recorded. It will be on YouTube soon. We drew things, and by that I mean matches these. were made. We we made we did some matchmaking through the power of the bingo balls tablets they look like Chips. tablets it looks like drugs it looks like it does. looks like it, prescription they do look like medication pills. Mm -hmm. it's the they it, look like pills and the container looks 
like a pillbox. If Jason tried to leave a hospital with this, yeah. there would be questions. Be, Somebody would stop him. him for sure. They won't let him. They'd be like, "You've st- you've stolen drugs, sir." Well, let's all try to stay out of the hospital. Am I right? Hey, hey, hey! hey it's it's funny you mentioned that because we've got the uh, the hospital darby coming. I know. Up later. Um. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, do we want to talk about specific ones that we think are exciting? Yes. Yes. There's so many. Um. One. The one that obviously stands out for me, we just talked about losing to them. Southside Soccer Club and Broad Ripple. Uh, Southside Soccer Club is excited for this match. Um, I got to keep you honest, Kyle. Your initial reaction was not excited, but I think that Cole has hyped you up no, because my, he is so excited. I'd say excited, excited with like revenge on the mind. Like mm-hmm. it's not excited like, oh, I'm so happy to play this. It's like I'm we're ready. ready. You're built. Yeah, it's kind of like if you made me built take a take a penalty kick i kind of almost shit my pants a little and then i was like oh wait this will be great um and then there's more great matchups from the past week riverside city and meridian kessler united rematch i'm gonna love to see that rematch i think meridian kessler's gonna do their homework they're gonna show up and they're gonna be ready um i am thrilled personally to see another Redemption game, which is sporting Heron Morton and Havel CD taking on each other in the Indy Cup. Basically, Jason introduced the idea of an Indy Cup just so that Havel could stop losing to Heron Morton in the tournament. And here they are. They just drew each other again in the Indy League, in Indy Cup. You guys can't make this up. This is like a bad 90s sports movie like it's incredible we literally Jason, what's your insti- reaction to this we literally instituted democracy so it wouldn't i'm thrilled his face do, do you have any uh, strategy or insight on what how is going to change uh between last week and uh the indy cup matchup of how they're going to handle this <laughs> no <laughs> Will you be siding with Havel or Speedway this week? <laughs> yeah. Whose team are you on this week, Jason? Which side are you on? Which side are you on? So we are we are playing at different times, so I'll do both. <laughs> um, so I am also very excited for I think a really good interleague game, the Pogies and Sporting White River. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Nobody knows. <laughs> No, cool nose. Um, another good matchup, I think Bates Hendricks and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United. There you go. Um, and incre- yeah. I think that's going to be a good game. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be close. That's going to be a good reflection of of League One right there. And so Jason, that- stop needing things. Oh, no, I'm just working. I'm working. Yeah. And a game I think that will be quite uh, good both on the field and in its ICF spirit is Garfield AC. Versus Intermona. Yeah, I think it'll be nice. Because we like each other. We do. Did you guys realize you also use the green and red mics, respectively, for your I colors? always use the green one. That, I didn't even think about it, but that's hilarious. It is pretty funny. I like it. We both have super kits. We do have super kits. Sam, that'll be a good look. And the Intermona on super kits, which I am currently wearing, are quite tasty. So thank you Ew. to Jason for... <laughs> Stop eating your shirt. one of my favorite. Tastes um, like blood. It is a good one. The Intermona logo is so sick, too. Yeah, I mean, the logo <laughs> is key. Also, it's just nice having the bell above Intermonon. Like, it's yeah. it's fitting. It is. You did great. I didn't, we didn't do anything. Jason, did. you took some notes. Do you have any additional insights? This is going to be an exciting Indie Cup round two. Um, I think there's a lot of good games, a lot of interesting games. Um, a lot of rematches somehow. Don't really, didn't plan that to happen. But, you know, there they are. It's the heart of the cards. Um, Finds a way. 
Now, I'll do this real quick. Before we get to the Indy Cup Round 2, though, we have a week of games this week. Yeah, we do, don't we? Um, Aleko Pogues Run will be taking on Mapleton. Bates Hendricks and Hallville CD. Irvington FC. Oh, wait. Not that one. Not that one. Martindale AFC versus Riverside City. Mass Ave versus Real Fletcher Place. Meridian Kessler. Back to back, very tough games. All to play this week against Sporting Hair and Morton. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why the streets never want to leave League 2. <laughs> and at Properties League 2, FC Found Square will be taking on Near East United. Broad Ripples FC will be taking on Intermonon. Garfield versus Old Speedway City. Excited for that one. That'll be good, yeah. Midtown versus Old North United. Ooh. I like that matchup. Also, they're kind of neighbors. And Sporting White River versus Southside Soccer Club. The At Properties Interleague Showcase game will be Irvington FC versus Upper Downtown FC. So two teams that switched leagues last year. Irvington going up, Upper Downtown going down. And two teams that are heading in reverse directions as they were last year because Upper Downtown right now on course for possible promotion mm-hmm. and Irvington looking like they might be heading back to League Two. So Can't sca- wait to see. Me- be- yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you get to see kind of, it's a good measuring stick to see where both teams are. Do we know where the after party is yet? Nope. That's okay. We don't need to. We'll let You'll you find know. out another way. Sports Engine, if you don't have it, get it. It's going to be in Carrie's front porch. No, it is not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Which is located. <laughs> Jason, what's your blood donor number? Uh, don't you not tell us. Um, <laughs> we'll just pull up the weather thing. And- the weather, yeah. We've got, do you want to see how fast that wind is moving right now on the porch weather? Because I do. I have an in-home oh. weather station yeah. that I can pull. It's currently 78.6 degrees on my porch. And the wind is 2.2 miles per hour. Are you the Garfield Park Station on Weather Underground? I don't know. Ask Andrew. No. Oh. No, I think it's south of the park somewhere. Oh. Josh? Josh? He has a weather nice. station? Like an official mission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. I think you can. I don't know what to do. I'm, my brain's broken. He tells me what the weather is. I just like to talk about the weather. Anyways, uh, this we're is still We're weird. still trying to work you into a weekly segment of. Oh, Yeah. Thursday's Thursday weather. Thursday weather. I don't know. You know, my life has settled down I, a little bit. I actually bit created a, uh, <laughs> a uh, burner Twitter account that I was going to use to make an ICF weather uh, anchor like alter ego. That's incredible. That's exactly what we talked about me doing. Yeah. We should have, we have a whole station now. We've got two other people. Who wants to do the news? Nobody? Okay. We're doing the news right this now. This is literally this the, news. Is the news. This is the news. Who wants to do traffic? <laughs> Speaking of news, I saw a non-soccer related thing today. Crocs are now making cowboy boots. No. Yes. No. They are the height. They're like a no. mid-calf boot. It is still their like patented rubbery whatever. The holes are sealed. And they are like 
painted to look like weathered leather. And so obviously because the holes are sealed, you can't have your little gibbets. Uh-huh. So it They're comes gibbets. Yeah. I did not. Know so that. they come with other charms, Ooh. but they're practical. So some of these charms include a knife holder and a one ounce flask. Yes. We love that. Oh, I was going to say when you first started talking about them, that it was like in Jurassic Park where like they were so busy of thinking like whether they could do it, that they didn't think about whether they should or whatever. But you've kind of won me over with the accessories. I love the accessories. There's also like more to come. Like some of them were like blurred out on the website and just had like a question mark over it. So they're releasing it. But I saw a crock under your chair. And so that reminded me. Uh, But from people who wear cowboy boots like during their job, like actually wear cowboy boots and like not just to go to a country music concert. Uh, they're not a fan because why buy those when you could just go to Walmart and buy like a $9 pair of rubber boots? Salad. I see both sides. Yeah. Very good people on both sides of this debate. I just love that Crocs is prioritizing innovation. Yeah. You know, they're like, we're not going to keep giving you the same thing. I will give you cowboy boots and platform sandals. And gibbets. And everything in between. Gibbets? I will spell gibbets. J-I-B-B-I-T-Z. I have no idea. I was actually, Crocs actually used to make hockey gear, and I was sponsored by the team. It was called Fury. I played for the Chicago Fury, and they're no longer in business. But I did have hockey gear made by Crocs for a period of time that I was given to because they were just wanted me to wear it. Incredible. It's pretty cool. Everyone saw the story about Crocs being featured in Idiocracy. Yeah. That's the stupid shoes or the idiot shoes. Streets own multiple pairs of Crocs. So I, yeah, I'm loving this. I think I own three pairs and I've been looking at a fourth. How many gibbets do you own? Too many. Uh, I have a pair of sandals and so I have all like pride and cowboy stuff. So I have like pink cowboy hats and rainbows and like all these other like Dolly Parton-esque things on them. And then I also have soccer Crocs. Love it. So it has like a little goal on it and a little soccer ball. And I got uh, two ones for the 11. You should bring those to the, wear them to the next game. I probably should. I need to track them all down. I've seen, um, I, I will say from experience, gibbets were a very high seller to the kids at FFA. I love them. Mm-hmm. You can and change I got a, them I out. I got a watermelon those, because it was on the floor uh, when we were leaving. They so. came out with like limited edition Margaritaville Crocs like last year <laughs> sometime and they've been sold out like ever since. It's that feels like the perfect crossover. It, they hit their target demographic. Yeah, Post Malone put out some, uh, like, limited edition posty Crocs. I think SZA did some, maybe. KFC. KFC. Classic. Finger-licking Crocs. Uh, Taco Bell just came out. They said they were doing a line, too, which I makes sense this. with Kentucky Fried Chicken as well. Sarah has Yum a pair brand. that she's ordered and still waiting on. They make so. light-up ones now. Lisa Frank pack. And they've got it all. I love it. I don't own Crocs, but I also don't. Uh, own I love Crocs. a good pair of Crocs. I'm they, too, I think I'm too clumsy. Like I think I'll slip and fall in them. That's why you got to put the um, you got to put the sport mode on. You got to yeah. even in sport mode, guys. They're sandals, so they're sandals that are like Birkenstocks. Like it just has the two bands across the f- top. Those are some of my most comfortable shoes. But I love Birkenstocks. I haven't worn them in a really long time because they got pushed underneath our bed, and I kind of forgot about them until like <laughs> last week. Uh, they were my hospital shoe when young Finjamin was born. Aw. Good job, buddy. You know, it was mentioned earlier, uh, you got two ones for the 11. Do we want to talk yes. about the uh, 
never-ending nightmare that is being in any what old fan season. What is up seasons? with all of these like one-minute-in red cards? Didn't that didn't happen this week. Didn't happen this week. Just a lot of other things happened this week that I don't remember what happened we then. Play the same way every time and expect there to be a different oh. outcome, which is the definition of literal insanity. This uh, time we only had four defenders, three of them on mm-hmm. the field and one sub. That was the yeah. we had the academy player. Yeah. If you follow me on Twitter, I do Academy Kid Watch for every game, and there was I forgot to do it this time, and of course they played one. Yep. But yeah, no, Indy went down in the fifty fifth minute to uh goal from Neguebo. I don't yep. know how close. Yeah, close enough. Uh, and then we quickly struck back in the 56th minute from Guanzati. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. things are looking pretty good. And then uh, right at the death, they scored. And yeah. uh, they talked about in the pregame about Enzo Martinez, who scored that last goal. And yeah, uh, he's a fantastic player, and he'll frustrate us probably for a long time. And seeing Tyler Pasher in a different jersey hurt yep. a lot when you can't score. I'm and just not seeing Tejada. Um, Juan, Juan Tejada has moved on. We have not had a podcast, I think, since then. Correct. Uh, to Colorado Springs. Correct. Rip. I said correct. Um, <laughs> best of luck to him. There is a player coming in. Jordan Farr. No. Damn. Um, I miss Jordan Farr. If you want spec... If you want speculation, <laughs> if you were a fan last year of Stefano Pino, I would maybe get excited. He was released by his Brazilian club. Ooh. And I'm not confirming or denying if it's him because I don't totally know, but I it's looking possible. Great rumor. Did you guys watch any of the USA games? I did. Both of them. Those were exciting. Mm-hmm. Mexico, USA was a uh, cage match. Trace Acero. Uh... Someone also, literally got their jersey ripped in it, half. Unclear if it was actually completed or not, mm-hmm. because with four minutes left of stoppage time, which was 12 minutes long because of injuries, red cards, mm-hmm. uh, scuffles, and homophobia, homophobic chanting, uh, they got to the eighth minute, and then the ref heard continued chanting by the Mexican fans, which came across as like, we're not going to let you beat us. We're just going to force this game into a forfeit, and we're not going to stop chanting until you call the match. And they called it. Four minutes left. And then CONCACAF came out and said, no, 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 no. The game wasn't called off. Like, it's an official match, but the ref just called it with four minutes left of the official stoppage time, mm-hmm. which was Are very there weird. rules about, like, stoppage time ending you, early? Yeah, you're not really supposed to be able to do that. Um, but ultimately, we beat them, made them look terrible and then they uh, looked very goofy fired their coach this yep. morning and then last last night we beat uh canada oh, canada those maple syrup producing schmucks and very we, different vibes <laughs> yes uh, it was testy at one point there was uh brennan aronson was subbing off the pitch and they shoved him in the back to try mm-hmm. to get him off the pitch faster and pulisic went in like he was ready to fight somebody um on the canadian team so but correct yeah and what a job BJ Callahan did in such a short time with the team. They ha- he had them playing really free and really fun. Um, then now we're back to Greggy Burr. Don't make me be a Greg Burhalter stand on this podcast because I will. I, I don't know if we want to get into that debate on this podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, some standout players for U.S. Men's National Team. Joe Scally looked fantastic. Someone that Greg Burhalter didn't play. I'm not trying to poke the bear too much, but maybe a little. 
Um, Geo, Geo looked great halter. until he unfortunately <laughs> got. Oh wow, that's it's a bad joke, but a good one. I know, thank you. Thank but Geo looked great again until like much of his career. Unfortunately, he fell in the 65th minute to injury and didn't mm-hmm. complete the 90. Um, hopefully, he is back healthy soon because that is someone who really needs to be healthy and ready to go at the start of their mm-hmm. club season to kick on. And apparently, in club news, tr- uh, Dortmund has transferred listed him for 15 million, which is a bargain for someone. If, if he is available for 15 million, any team that plays good soccer in the Premier League should be picking him up and developing him, knowing they can use him, especially in a five-sub era, you can use him pretty well. As a, as a fan of a team that plays soccer that he would fit into, um, would be a big fan, and it's his dad's club. So, be a good fit. Carrie. Yes. I don't know if the Vanderpump rules are still going on. It's, it's ended. We are in a weird dry spell right now Great. where I have no VPR updates and it's too early for The Bachelor. Can we do a 30-second recap of the Wonder Road weekend you had? Yeah. I'm really tired still from it, though. You can make it a minute. Oh, I was going to make it shorter. There were really good bands. It was a fun time. I got six pairs of free white cloth sunglasses. I got a free T-shirt. I got a free fanny pack. Nice. I got a free bobblehead that I'll show you guys later. That's horrifying. It's you get a photo of that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I had a good time. Slept all day today. Could go back to bed, but have to go to band practice after this. So we're about to eat some tacos together, fam. No hot dogs this week. The streets have brought some smoked meats for our taco time. I think that does officially end... Bush Peach Review. Oh, Bush Peach Review. We have a new Bush Peach drinker. Detmer, how do you feel about it? It is delicious. It is the perfect level of fruitiness for a light beer. It doesn't taste artificial. doesn't taste too over the top. Big fan. Um, Yeah, just not a bad thing to say about it. Will definitely be added into the rotation in the beer fridge in the Detmer Brace household. You heard it here first, guys. He's a fan. This has been Indy City Football Live. We will see you after week four before the Indy Cup, which we already know the games. We'll be previewing them all again a little more in detail. We'll see you next week. Bye. Watch the video. It's a beautiful This episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's. Nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner, Cole For the Bush Street, Manager of the assistant to the producers and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner, Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Thank you. Have a good night. Be a good neighbor. 
then if your mm. Fountain Square and Fletcher Place that wasn't about Mr. you, Grant. and I'm sorry. That was a that was a graphic mistake made by uh, mm-hmm. someone 